Hey guys, it's Belle. Welcome back to Go From Here. I appreciate you guys for coming back every week and asking me when I miss episodes. Um, I wrote a post about this a few days ago and it was just a hard week and I didn't want to give you guys something that I wasn't proud of. So I took that week off. Um, I have some really exciting guests coming up and I hope you guys are excited for them too. The guest that I have on today, I was very, very excited about. I was very nervous about right before and then became this entire fangirl the entire episode. It is the Get Sleepy team. I have the pleasure and honor and luck to have Tom, the creator and one of the narrators, and Shady, who is the head writer for Get Sleepy, as my guests. Get Sleepy was launched in 2019 and already they have accolades through the roof. Esquire, Tuck.com, and Bustle said that they were one of the best podcasts of 2020 and number one sleep podcast, which I can very much attest to you guys. I've never gotten through an entire episode of Get Sleepy. I am very excited to share this episode with you guys. They were so wonderful, such amazing human beings, and they really made me feel that they love what they do. And that's what my podcast is about, right? The people that inspire, motivate me through my own life journey. And I get to share them with you guys. So enjoy. Thank you. Goodbye. like fangirling a little bit because I love your podcast so much I got really nervous before I came on (laughs) (laughs) Uh, that's fair enough no I uh, I'm very much the same with these sorts of things I think I said to Shady and the others last week I was like I I don't generally feel comfortable talking about about myself so these sorts of things are quite unnatural to me oh really yeah yeah you know just like just probably quite typical anxieties um but i'm totally up for it at the same time you know yeah like i don't like to shy away from things just because they you know you know they're anxiety inducing or anything like that so but you know i feel i feel good i feel relaxed i've just eaten a whole pizza which was probably a bad idea but um (laughs) (laughs) yeah i'm excited Good, good. I'm, 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 I'm sorry. I'm like, I have like these long pauses because then I keep, like, every time I hear your voice, I think of the podcast. <laughs> Don't drop off to sleep. <laughs> so thank you guys so much for uh, coming on my podcast. I really appreciate everything you guys do because the podcast is amazing. I genuinely have never gone through an entire episode yet. We like to hear. 
And I think exactly. I think that says a lot about your podcast. Um, so I did a little bit of research um, and you guys were voted like one of the best podcasts last year through many different people and magazines and websites. And you only launched in 2019. So how does that feel? Uh, yeah, it's crazy. Um, it's almost in- incomprehensible to me. Like, like you say, we, we haven't been going that long in the grand scheme of things. And to see all of this recognition and so many people tuning in and, um, you know, luckily we've been consistently ranking quite high on the, on the Apple podcast charts and stuff like that, which, uh, helps other people find us as well. Um, yeah, it's pretty mind boggling and, um, yeah, we're just so amazed by it and feel so fortunate, I think as, as an entire team, um, you know, when, when we're putting in a lot of work into the podcast, um, everybody chips in and, and does their bit. Um, and for that to pay off in, in such a big way is just, yeah. What more could you want? Kind of interesting when you're behind the scenes, because you know, the work that, that kind of goes into making this happen. And so to see people's response to it on the other side, it almost sort of wakes you up and you're like, wow, people are listening. And this is really cool that it's having such a, such a good response. So I know it, it's really touching to all of us to, to see people responding like that. Oh, it's, it's, um, it's, it's insane to think about uh, reading you guys started with a small team of four people and just a handful of freelance writers and narrators from around the world. So I, uh, I've been writing for, for these folks for many years at this point, um, since before they launched Get Sleepy. And I know it started off being a much smaller group of people, only a few uh, freelancers. But then over the past year, Get Sleepy has taken off so much that we've actually brought on several new freelancers. So now we have a team of roughly about 15 writers um, that are all around the world. We have folks in South America, folks um, in Asia, folks in Europe, folks, of course, in the UK and um, and the US as well, and in Canada. Um, and it's been really nice to sort of see all the different perspectives that they lend because they each bring such, um, such unique perspectives and stories and backgrounds to the table that I think it's really, it's really helped us have such interesting content. Yeah, there's definitely a variety of stories that you guys bring to the table. And it's always so much fun to try and pick and choose which one to listen to. Um, I was wondering, Tom, in one of the articles that I read, you record in your girlfriend's closet. Is that still a thing? <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, we live together, so it's, it's both of ours. But um, yeah, I think what I said was that I every time I go in there to record, I have to kind of clear out half of it, um, which, is, <laughs> which was or used to be full of her clothes. We've kind of figured out a, a better system now um, where she's got like a clothes rail externally in the bedroom <laughs> and then uh, so that area kind of stays a little bit more clear now because I tend to record sort of at least every other day just bits and bobs um yeah so it's it's an interesting thing it's by no means a professional studio setup um but it absolutely does the job we live on quite a busy road uh, like a through road in our town okay um and yeah we've got like one side one side of our flat kind of looks onto that road so you get 
quite a lot of traffic noise, especially in the day. Um, so I tend to have to do a lot of my recording of an evening when it's quietened down a bit outside. And um, yeah, and then once I'm in the, the closet, the built-in sort of wardrobe thing we have, um, it's a nice sort of quiet space. Um, you know, my voice doesn't bounce around too much in there. If I was to just record in in like the larger bedroom space, then you might hear a little bit more echo and resonance coming off my voice. Um, so we try and we try and keep our audio as tight and clean as we can. Um, obviously, when you've got different narrators as well as we do, um, similarly to the writers, we have you know several regular different narrators, um, and then uh, probably yeah, ten to fifteen again overall that we uh, that we kind of rotate round with. Um, you've got all those different people in in different locations recording from home or from their own studio setups and stuff. So um, yeah, but thankfully everybody um, everybody has has a good setup and the audio usually comes through pretty nice and uh, it's generally quite easy to piece together then. That's really cool that um, everyone kind of does what they can with the recording and the audio because it sounds perfect. Like you could never tell that it was in your closet or someone else's home or something. Um, yeah, of course. How does that work for you guys when everyone is from around the world and you work on a podcast that involves a lot of collaboration? I think. Yeah. Go on, oh. Go ahead, Tom. Do you want to go? <laughs> no, you go. <laughs> um, I mean, I can say that I think we were pretty well prepared for going into all of the craziness that happened last year um, and into this year, because that's sort of how we've always functioned. Um, we have to hold staff meetings at times of day that people can access from all over the world. So it's always been kind of like fitting together the pieces of a puzzle <laughs> to make it work um, in terms of like live and, and in-person meetings, I guess, in-person via Zoom, we've always sort of been doing video chats to communicate. But other than that, I think we just have a very like flexible work environment because, sorry, my dog is about to start trying to drink a lot of water in the background. Let me just put her <laughs> somewhere else. You can cut this out if you want, but she like loves to drink water right as I'm doing <laughs> calls happens and staffing things all the time um so sorry about that <laughs> okay so that's pretty normal for us too is like having my dog interrupt everything yeah. <laughs> usually makes an appearance and we yeah. will say hello. <laughs> i love when pets show up during staff meetings yeah. <laughs> all the time um i would say like we do a lot of our communication via email uh and we kind of have to be flexible with each other because you know i'll have a freelancer who's sometimes like 16 hours off from me and so they'll email and i'll try to email back during my work day um but we all just kind of have to give each other a lot of space and understanding and leeway because we know that we're we're all trying to do it the best that we can with each of our individual schedules yeah definitely i think i think that's the beauty in a way of what we're doing is we don't all have to just work like nine to five rigidly every day um you know so long as everybody does their part and everything stays in um in a good rhythm like we can always make sure it comes together so um yeah we're like like shady said we're quite a flexible team um and we're so used to like 
the way things have been this past year um, with communication between people generally like that's that's kind of just the way we we will always have to work anyway uh, unless we all sort of move to a desert island together and, and just did it all from there so <laughs> right <laughs> for sure Do you guys have any intention on like finding a like a one space in some country where you guys will meet up every now and then for the podcast I think we're hoping to do like maybe, I don't know, meet up all, it would be nice to see everybody in person at one point in time. Um, I don't know that it would be feasible for, for more than like a vacation right. <laughs> or, a, or a retreat or something like that. But, um, but it would be really great to actually get to see people face to face, see how tall they are, see how they move because <laughs> right. like, see heads, you know? <laughs> yeah. yeah. There's been talk of Costa Rica, hasn't there? Um, oh yeah definitely <laughs> eloping to like the jungles of costa rica and just getting like a little hut out there mm-hmm. um doing some yoga retreats and all this sort of stuff <laughs> uh, it's probably uh wants to travel after great. covid as well i think we've all been talking about these fantastical ideas for where we should all <laughs> go and meet <laughs> thinking of the paradises that you guys could travel to mm-hmm. <laughs> Well, thank you for for such an insightful look into your world because you guys make it look very easy to create a podcast that is something that is open to everybody. Um, even if you know some people don't necessarily like listening to stories, it's still the meditation aspect of it or the the breathing exercises that you have included are really helpful at least for me, like, I mean, I'm already telling you so much about how much I love your podcast. (laughs) Um, But I I did read somewhere that you guys have a 10 point guide for your stories. Can I ask where and how you guys came about to making sure that's a thing? Sure. So for, for how we structure our stories, a lot of it, I think has been um, trial and error over the years. Uh, especially at the start. I know when I very first started writing um, before Get Sleepy had even launched, I would just sort of try to make stories that were as relaxing as possible, but I can tell you, I didn't really always know what I was doing. (laughs) (laughs) So I kind of tried to just follow a lot of like typical story pathways where you have the intro, then you have a little bit of tension, you have, you know, the conclusion at the end and just sort of think about if, if someone's trying to fall asleep what will not distract them, what will not put them into any type of anxiety um, or anxious mindset as they're trying to fall asleep. And then over the years, what's happened is we've sort of developed a few things that seem to more consistently work. (laughs) And those are the things we've put into this, um, like our writer's guidelines document. Um, And they're pretty intuitive, honestly. It's mostly like avoid things that could trigger people especially when you're, when you're about to fall asleep and, and your mind is racing, you tend to replay things that are uncomfortable for you. Yeah. So we leave out things that could trigger anxiety about body image or about successes and failures. Um, we tend to leave out common phobias. Like we don't really talk about spiders that often, but we have couple of times for a Halloween story. <laughs> but, um, we try to leave out things like tight spaces or falls, um, and then the other thing that that we often do try to do are we think of those small moments during the day that are very relatable and comforting. So it might be after you pour a cup of tea, that first 
you know, whiff of the tea that reaches your nose. And it always makes you feel comfortable and you get that kind of tingle going down your spine. And it's, it's those moments that we try to bring out in our stories um, because no matter where you are in the world, everyone can relate to those tiny instances of comfort. Yeah, absolutely. Professional design and creation is sometimes a nightmare. Let's be honest, it's a nightmare. Details and efficiency are important, but there's another way. With Canva Pro, you can schedule your posts automatically through the calendar that Canva gives you. So you never have to worry about missing a beat with all your amazing content. With beautiful design templates, tools to boost your workflow, no surprises. Try Canva Pro today. I, <laughs> I'm just listening to uh, you guys talk about something that I'm like in awe of because it, it's 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 such a simple factor, but you guys kind of came at the most opportune time with COVID, and and I know that people obviously everyone has trouble sleeping, but I think because you guys have come right now, it's helped so many people around the world, and I've read reviews on your website and you know I just reading it makes me tear up because it's so nice to hear that um you guys are doing this for such a wide community aka the entire world um and I was wondering if you guys like what what if anything have you learned about people in your journey with the podcast that's an interesting question um I guess like you so quickly realized so like from my point of view um and i i can't speak for shady like um but i certainly have always struggled with sleep myself and you feel a real sort of sense of like you're alone in this a lot of the time when you're laying there at night um and and you know oh why is this me like why me out of all these people in the world? Why do I have to be the one who can't sleep, who's got insomnia and all this sort of stuff? And we so quickly realized like doing this podcast and then especially in the early part of last year when the pandemic really sort of started taking off, um, just how many people were in the exact same boat um, and struggling in just the same way. And we all just need that sense of comfort. Almost, I think it's almost a sense of, um like nostalgia as well sort of like uh you know when you're younger you have perhaps that comfort of a parent or a guardian who might read you a bedtime story um or you know in, in some way they'll help you kind of settle down at night before you go to sleep and i think as adults we forget that perhaps we need that sometimes as well when there's a lot of high octane stuff going on in the world and we're being bombarded with quite worrying news and um yeah and we've we've obviously all got quite busy lives I think <clears throat> I think we all sort of still need that sometimes where there's just somebody there to reassure us that we're not alone and and I think you know that's probably been the kind of main thing that stood out to me is just how many people um are kind of going through exactly the same thing as each other um, and it could be for various different reasons, like sort of medical things going on or, you know, anxious minds and stuff. But in some way, we all just, we all just want that reassurance that hopefully the podcast brings. Um, 
yeah so that's really special for sure and I can say on my end in terms of like writing some of these stories and working with writers um, that are trying to construct these uh it's been interesting because I've asked the writers and then I've seen this myself as well, where we're often not in the best headspace that we can be in either, especially during the pandemic. And yet we are trying to find ways of bringing out like our best selves through our writing. And I think for some people that can be kind of cathartic because they have to sort of struggle to find those, those good things that they can talk about in their own lives and bring that into the story. Um, and so it can be it can be tough at times, especially if if times are hard and if you are struggling personally um, to imbue your writing with these good, wholesome, comforting touches, because it's almost as though you have to comfort yourself on your way to writing the stories. And in talking with some of the writers that I work with, you know, they'll shoot me an email saying, man, I just had a really tough week. <laughs> and the story is taking me a little bit longer to, to put together because things have come up with family. And so there's this kind of grace that I think you see come into play as everyone um, navigates just being kind with one another. Yeah. Uh, we're trying to make these stories come to life. So I think that's been really beautiful to see is just how how willing everyone has been to work with one another and to just be nice. <laughs> that's a really good point as well about like kind of inspiration for stories. Like I used to um, more kind of before Get Sleepy uh, started, I used to write some of the stories myself. Um, I don't have a writing background. I just kind of generally went off of personal experiences from, you know, traveling to places and stuff like that. And without having that over the past year, I, I just, there's no way I could have drawn inspiration um, to the level that Shady's managed to still and, and all of the other three freelance writers. It's just, um, yeah, amazing sort of how, how we've kept in that groove. And uh, for me, it's like, if I don't have these things going on, then like, I just, I just can't kind of draw up inspiration for, uh, for writing even a boring sleep story, you know, to send someone to sleep. So, um, yeah, I think again, that sort of goes back to why it's such a team effort and it's so important that, that we've got a lot of people behind us, um, to help with the podcast. For sure. That's really sweet of you to say. And I, I think another thing that's been interesting that has come out quite a bit over the last year is the fact that, um, you know, people will talk about how you have to sort of know sadness to know happiness. And, and we always have these, these opposite forces in our lives that, that allow us to feel the full scope of human emotion. And I think that those have really come out a lot in the stories that have appeared on Get Sleepy over the last year, because there are moments where we'll put sort of a little bit of sadness into a story or a little bit of kind of like a heartfelt moment or a moment of nostalgia um, or a moment of memories of times that are past. And even though they may seem a little bit sad, I think when people hear those in stories and then can see forward momentum from them as the story progresses mm -hmm. and ultimately the character gets into a good place, I think it allows them to envision a happier future for themselves, even if they happen to be going through a hard time. So I think that those forces are always kind of at play with one another as we put together this podcast too. Yeah, no, absolutely. It's, it's incredible how I can hear the, 
the passion that you guys have with your podcast and just the writing. And like Tom said, the inspiration that you guys have to take during days where you probably don't want to write. I very much appreciate you, Shady, and all the freelance writers for doing that for everybody. And, you know, just the fact that you guys um, do something for the community and, and know now how much that means to everybody, especially me. I noticed that that was one of the biggest comforts I had was knowing that a lot of other people were listening to your podcast and knowing that I wasn't the only one who couldn't fall asleep at 3 a.m. in the morning was really nice as, as I guess morbid as that sounds to have a community of people who can't sleep at the same time. Um, it was still nice to know that a lot of people were looking to you and your podcast to help them. So thank you. I, again, I don't know how many times I'm going to say thank you this episode, but I, I hope you guys know how much it means to, to everybody that you guys are doing something like this. Thank you so much. Yeah. That means a lot to, uh, to hear. And yeah, like you said, it, we do get a lot of comments and people saying um you know saying those things but it sort of never kind of never fails to just amaze me every time like wow like another person is saying this and how much we've helped them um yeah and i think it's important like like i said before from my own experience that's that's just what you you want sometimes is like when you're laying there like you say like 3 a.m in the morning and you just wish there was somebody by your side you could go oh, man can't sleep how about you yeah same yeah, yeah. You know? <clears throat> um so i think yeah giving people that in in a sense you know obviously not not physically being there but just yeah reiterating uh that this very much is a thing that so many people are going through and you can see that by how many people are listening and how many people are commenting um is hopefully helping everybody so it's not just the content of the podcast itself it's it's that community you you're talking about that um i think brings extra comfort for sure yeah it does there needs to be kudos to all of the narrators so much as well because i feel like they have managed sometimes under these crazy circumstances to like become everyone's friend and like yeah. just this kind of voice of comfort and of normalcy. And I, I don't know how they do it. I don't know how Tom and all of the narrators can just maintain this wonderful character and bring like just their absolute goodness and kindness to this podcast on a daily basis. And it's really awesome to be able to hear that as well. Yeah, lots no, absolutely. Is, lots of peppermint tea helps. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, absolutely, Shady. You're you're right. Uh, thank you to everyone on your team and the narrators as well. You're I I do hold that sentiment um as well with how they everyone's kind of felt like a friend to me now. Where, you know, I if I can't sleep, I call someone and say, you know, would you stay on the phone with me? And that's kind of what mm. the podcast has become. Mm. Um, that's really nice. And I, I, you know, I think that's why I was really excited to have you both on the podcast because it was really me just saying thank you for everything that you guys have done. And, you know, I, I understand that you guys get reviews and people comment um, all these wonderful things, but I think it's different when you hear it because you guys don't really get to hear that from everyone. Right. If anyone, and like, exactly. Um, yeah. Yeah, definitely. There's, it's still, you know, you're reading words on a page and I guess you'll probably get some sort of uh, 
visual image of what this person might look like and stuff like that what they might sound like if they were saying these things to you but um yeah like the words always hit home reading reading um you know people's gratitude and stuff like that but you're you're right that there's something extra about having that um you know hear, hearing the voice saying it or you know having a face-to-face um conversation with somebody about that thing um have you guys uh like managed to meet any of your fans or uh, like interact with with any of them um i haven't really but i um before the pandemic last year i actually went to um a friend's uh wedding reception and i was speaking with um a friend who I'd known for years and his wife and they kind of said to me oh um by the way and this bearing in mind this was only a few months after we launched the podcast they were like by the way um Jane his his partner she listens every night um and she absolutely loves the podcast and that was the first time I'd ever heard somebody kind of say that out of the blue <laughs> and um, I was like absolutely like I couldn't believe it I was like no way you listen to the podcast and it wasn't just because they knew me you know um yeah. it was because she genuinely loved it and and like everyone else she she kind of needed it to help her fall asleep um yeah and I remember you know that being early on and we were still kind of growing uh, and um just kind of developing our our content and stuff at the time and yeah having that moment is is really really special um and it would be amazing to have to have more of that someday not from an (laughs) egotistical point of view but it's just so lovely to speak to somebody who who um you know has experienced listening to the podcast for sure Mm -hmm. um i was just wondering if you guys uh, I mean, I know how busy podcasting can be and you guys put out, I think, two episodes per week. And then for premium users, you get the extra Thursday episode. Yeah. Um, what do you guys do for self-care? Do you want to go first, Shady? Sure. Um, <laughs> so I'm notoriously bad at self-care. I'll just say that, like, <laughs> to be <laughs> completely honest. Um, I am still definitely trying to figure out what I need um, and like how to make that happen. I will say that I read a lot of books. I love reading. Um, and one of my favorite things to do is to like wake up on a Saturday or Sunday morning and just come downstairs and not look at my phone at all and just curl up on like a sofa or a big chair with a book and just read until I am tired of reading. And that like, there have been days where I'll just read for like five hours straight And I think to me, those are the moments that I find my brain really relaxing and I don't feel like I'm getting distracted by things and I can just immerse myself in a different world. So even though I have to read and write a lot for work, um, it is also the place that I go to relax. Uh, I think that's really, that's really cool as well, because in that sense, um, you know, you probably enjoy what you do as a job more, right? Because you're, you'd, you'd be doing it anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's really nice. Um, I, I'm kind of the same that I'm not great at um, practicing what I preach on the podcast and actually <laughs> kind of um, 
taking time for self-care and, and mindfulness and stuff like that. I do try to dip my toes into meditation and um, you know, spend 10, 15 minutes uh, during the day where I'm doing that. Um, sometimes it helps. Sometimes I just, I just can't, my, my mind won't switch off um, like a lot of people. Uh, but I think my main kind of outlet is, is probably exercise. So right now I'm like really into running. I'm, I'm running pretty much every day. I didn't manage to today and I feel quite lethargic because of it. I've, I've felt really tired all day, actually. Um, we've had typical UK weather here. It's been just raining constantly. Aww. So, um, yeah. So like, I think that is what I tend to do is like my thing for myself. Like if I'm going to take half an hour out during the day, other than um, obviously eating like lunch and dinner and stuff, um, it was, it will usually be to, to go and have a run or go for a bike ride or something like that. Um, and that, you know, just really helps to, I think, re-energize me, refresh me, um, but just give me a bit of time where I'm not focused on on work or, you know, chores around the house and things like that. It's just time for me to kind of do something that feels like a sense of achievement, but also just kind of be alone with my thoughts and, and be cool with that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm definitely a walker. I wish I could run. My knees are really angry at me if I try to run, but I love walking <laughs> and I tend to go on night walks a lot. I live, I lived in Alaska for a really long time. Um, so I would go out and go hiking in the daytime, but now I live in the desert and it cools down at night sometimes. So I, I like to go on really long walks like after sunset and it doesn't matter if I'm like in the desert or just in a neighborhood. I feel like just seeing new things and kind of just constantly being in that shifting environment can really be really calming and, and get rid of some of the junk that gets stored up in your head mm. <laughs> from a day. That oh, sounds really nice. Actually. Yeah, that does. <laughs> Listen, we know that everyone wants to stay extra safe these days, and that's why we're sharing our experiences with Instacart with their personal shoppers, curbside pickup or delivery straight to our door, we're able to worry less. Instacart also offers same-day delivery and live updates on their app. We love the apps. Try Instacart today. Um, I noticed that you both look towards, I guess, like self-care that involves solo me time. Um, Do you guys find that that might be because as much as podcasting isn't physical interacting with people it's still interacting with essentially a wide range of people and individuals and because your our minds don't necessarily know the difference sometimes between you know talking to millions of people in an auditorium versus talking to millions of people in front of a mic do you guys think that that might influence what you guys like to do for self-care possibly um I think personally, I've always been um, someone who's quite comfortable, maybe more comfortable in my own company. Um, So, yeah, I think I just generally, every day I kind of feel, even before the podcast, I've always always enjoyed having like a bit of time to just do my own thing, whether that's just relaxing and 
and watching a TV series or like I say, going out and doing some exercise. Um, or I remember at university, I used to, I lived with like five other housemates and um, on, on days where I wasn't in lectures, like I was the only one in the house who had a car and I used to just love driving out and finding some new places. And I've always loved that just kind of, even if it's within a, a five, 10 mile proximity, like just finding new places to go and just sort of explore on my own. I don't know what it is. There's just something that kind of nurtures the soul for me with that. Um, and a lot of the time I'll do that. And then I think, Oh, I need to bring a friend here or I need to bring um, my partner here. Um, but I I've always enjoyed kind of just having a bit of me time and, and, and doing those things anyway. So I, I hear what you're saying with with podcasting and how maybe you f- you would feel how uh, the the sense of of a lot of people kind of grouping around you, but I think I think I find it quite easy to separate myself from that and feel as though um, I mean I, I work from home all the time, so that's probably why like it feels quite a isolated thing at times um, as well. Not in a sad way. I don't want anyone to feel sorry for me about that. But um, <laughs> but yeah, like I don't think it's it's uh, like a symptom of, of that that makes me want to go and go for a run on my own. It's just sort of more, I've always been that kind of person who just needs that little bit of time every day um, to kind of be on my own. Right. I think I'm similar to, to Tom in, in needing to have that time to myself. Um, But I also, I've spent many years um, as a journalist. uh, And so a lot of my professional life over the last decade has been very public facing and has involved like kind of being on call to talk to people, to answer questions um, like 24 seven. And so I think I developed um, the habit of, of needing to find time where I just like shoved my phone in my pocket, didn't look at it, turned all the sound off and could just kind of go and be with my own thoughts for a while. Uh, because I think especially when you're working through things that can be challenging um, and this, this more relates to my time as a journalist, I would have to kind of process like traumas that I would hear about and kind of interact with uh, and being alone would help me work through that uh, and kind of kind of find a way to sit with it within myself. And I think in here in the podcasting world, I, I don't get the same kinds of issues that that arise. But as a creative person, I have to have time to sort of just let my brain go wild without feeling like I have to be accountable to somebody else to explain it well or to to talk about it coherently or anything like that. So I think that those times by myself are really times when I can let my mind just go crazy and, and wander as much as it wants to and gather inspiration from the environment. And at the same time, it allows me, I think, to, to kind of just move a little bit more slowly mentally where I'm not feeling like I have to take in all of the different stimulation and can just, can just sort of allow myself to be who I am in those moments. And for me, that's very it's very refreshing. It's very cathartic. And I think it, it sort of restores that kind of balance within myself that, that I can take and translate into work at a later time. Yeah, no, that that makes sense that, I mean, it's, it's um, interesting to hear Shady that you came from a journalist background and that you need that time for yourself. Um, Because I think a lot of people 
need that time for themselves as well, but don't really understand that necessarily yet. Um, it, you know, we're in the age where everyone's stuck to their phones or everyone's in front of their laptops or computers all the time. So to hear from both of you that you're, you purposely make that intention where you'll be away from anything that would be coming at you as a notification, essentially, um, is really nice to, to hear. I have two more questions, so I don't take up too much of your time. My first one is, um, see, now I'm just listening to you to so much that I'm forgetting my question. Never wrote it down. <laughs> um, oh, uh, you guys sound like you guys have been doing this for years now, even though you guys just started. Um, but I know that, you know, from just our conversation now that you guys have experienced with writing and, and kind of doing the podcast for the length of time that you guys have been doing this. Do you guys have any advice for someone who might be interested in doing something similar? Um, I'm going shady. Go ahead. Go ahead. I need to think about it. I don't know if you've got, you've got your reply ready to go. <laughs> I can for writers. Um, what I would say is if somebody wants to get into writing, the first thing you have to do, and it's going to sound so cliche, but you just have to write. Um, and I think that there, there are a couple of things that are like universally acknowledged among people who write um, as just for a hobby or for a living. And that is that like, there's always going to be kind of a garbage draft. So if you look at the page and you see that what you've written is not what you want it to be, that's okay. And I think a lot of people get discouraged when they see those first words kind of come out clumsily um, and they might give up. So the advice that I would give is like, if you don't think it's perfect the first time, remember that you're creating it and you can change it as much as you want to get it to a place where you're happy with it. So don't worry about it not being perfect. Don't worry about it not being polished. Just have fun with it and play with it. And likewise, if for people who want to get into writing, if you want to write a specific genre like fantasy or science fiction or nonfiction travel, um, the best thing you can do is read in other genres because no genre is an island unto itself. They're all influenced by one another. So kind of to di diversify your own talent, I think you should diversify what you bring in as well and step outside of your comfort zone and kind of push yourself to, to just experiment and have fun because ultimately it's a creative endeavor. And, and so that's just completely coming from you and who you are. So there's no way to do it wrong. Mm. Yeah, I think from, from my point of view, um, it's probably a little trickier because I guess what I do is, is voiceover work is what you would kind of um, broadly classify as. But really, like, I don't have uh, certainly not, not a long background in that um, before the podcast. I've been reading Sleep Stories um, for Slumber, the app, for a couple of years before we launched um, and it all kind of stemmed from there. But I think for me, I came, so I came from more of a music background, music technology background. That's what I studied at a degree. Um, and so I did have that kind of understanding of how to use uh, audio equipment and how to kind of produce decent quality audio. Um, so that definitely helped, but, I would say like 
more than anything, the, the inspiration for me getting into this line of work was um, my own experiences and kind of using them uh, as like a crutch to kind of um, guide me, guide me with, with what I do and the work I put in. So I had like people ever since my voice broke, you know, when I was a teenager saying to me, oh, your voice is really deep or your voice is really soothing or you've got a great voice for radio. Um, and it wasn't until I was probably in my early 20s that I kind of really paid attention to that. And I was like, hmm, a lot of people seem to be saying these same things about my voice. Um, and before then, I, I also, obviously, like I said, I've struggled with sleep my whole life, really. And I... I used to listen quite a lot to uh, what I would call like ambient music um, when I was trying to fall asleep. Um, and I kind of, I guess, so I was aware of, of using audio in some way to try and help you sleep, you know? Um, so kind of bringing that all together, I, I eventually found these sleep apps that people people use and were starting to grow in popularity. And I was like, oh, okay, what's this? And then I um, I started doing a community radio show for a little while as well, only sort of maybe six months. Um, and then the radio station actually closed down. But um, on that, I, I also did like a nighttime show where I was I was playing a lot of this ambient music that I loved listening to before bed. And I wanted people, other people to kind of get that same experience that I was getting from it. Um, and at the end of those shows, I always read like a, a little short story that I'd written myself and read it over the top of a piece of music that I loved. And it was always like a you know, nice, sweet ending to the show that uh, I hoped brought people comfort. So from doing these various things and building up experience, I guess it all kind of led me into this path of what I'm doing. And it's not something I set out to do. It's not, you know, when I was a teenager, I wasn't saying, oh, I want to be a podcaster one day. Did they even exist back then? I don't know. Um, but yeah, like it's only been in the last few years that I've kind of gone down this route and, and fallen in love with it. Um, and I think I credit more than anything just kind of being being influenced positively in in the right way by comments of others around you so hearing what people pick up on you you know as a personality or different traits about you like I say with me it, it was often about my voice and thinking mm, what could I do with that like may you know a lot of people seem to instinctively say that about me like what how could I use that to my advantage or um, possibly for some sort of career um, so yeah I think like what I'm trying to say and sorry I've, I've gone on <laughs> but is yeah like using using inspiration from when wherever it can come and kind of looking at your own experiences and how you might be able to uh, relate that to other people and and how it might resonate with them so you know for me with my my own struggles that makes it 
kind of so much easier for me to do what I'm doing because I feel like I know I know what I would want to hear if I was listening so I'll just say that sort of thing you know um yeah hopefully that makes sense <laughs> <laughs> yeah no that was it was really nice that you told a bit of a story behind your reason why mm. yeah it's not it's not just one of those linear things that I've just kind of you know always dreamed of doing it it's kind of been a consequential thing that's um that's kind of snowballed into into something I never expected and uh yeah so it's, it's hard I think to say what what my tips would be but um you know if you're trying to get into podcasting I'd definitely say think about the things that you maybe know a lot about or that you enjoy um or you know say if you've you've had your own struggles with with mental health and stuff um you know how how might you be able to use your experiences of of overcoming that um to create a podcast because they they are very important to a lot of people um and hearing from other people who've who've gone through the same thing is is i think you know one of the most important things that we could do yeah absolutely and it's always it always comes back to the sense of community and the fact that you're not alone is always such an important thing um and especially with podcasts it's it's such a mobile um aspect of your life that you can put on your phone and you can listen to or in your car and it even though it's just something that's in your ears it does feel like a friend's talking to you a lot of the time so that's always really yeah, nice. yeah for sure um so my last question um, to my sadness that I have to let you guys go <laughs> is, uh, where do you guys see get sleepy going from here? Um, that's a good question. Again, I obviously more than anything, we just want to try and reach more and more people and, um, you know, kind of broaden our, um, our kind of exposure to, to people going through, difficulty with sleep um but there's lots of cool kind of potential project projects that we've um we've kind of brainstormed and thrown around between us as a team uh in the short term we we'd love to do sort of maybe things like um an animation to go with a story um at some point that we could uh, we could put on like youtube or something that'd be really nice um we also um, have another podcast that we are going to be launching soon as well, um, which we uh, we won't say too much about just yet, but it's 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 going to be in the realm of um, helping people sleep again. Um, yeah, because we just we just basically want to want to help more and more people if we can to uh, to kind of find this. Um, this platform and and you know hopefully realize that there's there's another way you don't have to go through medication necessarily or um you know hypnotherapy and things like this to to overcome sleep difficulties um for a lot of people this sort of thing seems to work so um yeah very much about kind of spreading that as far and wide as we can and in terms of the um like the content that's that's going to be coming out on Get Sleepy, I can say that people can look forward to um, 
having some more series that come out. Uh, we'll be testing, we'll be kind of revamping some older series that we have and bringing them back and doing um, some new follow-ups to those. Uh, and then we'll also be testing the waters with uh, different themed series. Uh, we'll also be um, working to kind of diversify some of the stories that we'll be telling. So we've got people um, looking into like folk tales from all around the world and um, a lot more people, a lot more of our writers now are writing original fiction, which is super cool because it means that it's like completely from their amazing imaginations. So I think that there should be a lot more like quirky, cool, super unique stories coming out. Um, and then we also do hear people when they request stories. So it doesn't always happen quickly. Sometimes it can take some months for it to happen. But when people send in, um, you know, emailed story ideas or ask for a particular adaptation of a fairy tale, um, we do listen to those. And so I can tell you that if you are one of the people who has sent in an idea, we probably have a writer that is working on bringing it to life right now. So um, stay tuned for that. And thank you for, for everyone's patience on that because uh, yeah, we're trying as hard as we can to, to listen to our listeners and, um, and respond to make sure that everyone is, is happy with what we are putting out. We get such great ideas as well, right? Like we do. Yeah. <laughs> this is the other thing that we have writers already that are all over the world. But once you start getting people from all over the world that are listening, contributing ideas, it just diversifies it even more. So it's, it's really cool when people do that. Mm -hmm. It's really cool. And I'm super happy because we've also, um, we really increased the number of writers that we had starting uh, at the end of last year and into this year. And so we have people that are writing for us who are like, middle school history teachers and people who are in theater and we have people who've written horror in the past that are kind of bringing a more like like some of the strange science um, mm. to us. And so we have people from very, very different backgrounds. Uh, we have a writer who shares the stories that her mother told her as a child, and she's been writing those up um, for us and sort mm -hmm. of um, fleshing them out and making them longer. So we have uh, a lot of really interesting people bringing their super diverse backgrounds to the table. And I think that it's made the stories that we're putting out so much more interesting um, and just, just really creative. That's so cool, guys. Thank you so much for sharing um, a view of your future because everything sounds amazing, uh, especially, I mean, not especially, but the animated part, um, I latched onto a little bit more because your Instagram has all the little thumbnails for each story that you have for Get Sleepy and they're all so beautiful. Mm. Yeah, and credit to Michael for uh, for the majority of those. He does a great <laughs> job on them. Um, sure. Yeah, but yeah, that's definitely something, you know, we, we're not going to start doing it with every story, but um, a few of us have said, like, we'd love to uh, to just maybe with at least one, just for a bit of fun, really, turn it into an animation and, mm -hmm. and see if uh, that might, you know, that might appeal to a whole new audience as well. So that'd be really cool. Right. We know people sort of fall asleep having their laptops open next to them, um, folks who might not listen to podcasts. So it would be kind of a neat thing to test out, like if mm. we could um, also be helpful for, for the crowd of people that like to sort of look at something passively as they listen as well. Um, that could be really neat. Yeah, no, absolutely. I'm definitely one of those people who also fall asleep with like the TV on. So I would cast the get sleepy video for sure. <laughs> 
Awesome. There we go. We're we're Um, doing it. (laughs) Thank you so much, you guys, for coming on my podcast and for spending this time with me. Um, Where can people find you? Uh, So if you want to connect with us on social media, um, just search Get Sleepy Pod on either Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter. You can go to our website where you'll find links to all of that as well, uh, which is just getsleepy.com. And there's a contact page on there. So if you want to send in an email, we always love to hear from you. Um, And like Shady said, with any story ideas as well, that's the place to go. And we do check those. Uh, We also check comments on social media. So we will find a way to find whatever you are are saying to us. Um, And Tom and I are both pretty active on there on social media as well. So we'll try to respond if we're able to. Cool. Thank you guys. Yeah, I mean, I can attest to that. That's how I got in touch with Tom. So thank you. You're welcome. (laughs) Have a good day, guys. Thank you so much. Thanks so much. Bye. Bye.
shaving part. Insert butt. <laughs> so many things are happening. Oh. 